Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny, in case you are new here, or welcome back. I have not filmed an episode in a while, again, after last time I said I would try to be more consistent. Life just got in the way and I have not filmed in, I think, two or three weeks. But there's a lot to update you on and also what this episode is going to be about. So you'll kind of see why I kind of took a break and also I've been having fun in summer. So that's... Honestly, I've been having fun, so I'm not going to say that I feel bad. Obviously, I want to film my podcast, but sometimes the good memes just get in the way. But anyways, as you can tell from the title, today's episode is about moving back home after living alone, which is what just happened for me. And we will talk all about it, but first, let's do a rose, bud, and a thorn. All right, so I, oh my gosh, I feel like I have so many updates to share. First of all, one rose is that last night I went to the night market and it was just so much fun. So I've been to the night market many, many times before in high school. That was definitely like the thing that my friends and I did and we would go like five times in the summer. But as I got older, first of all, things got more expensive. So it is so expensive to go to the night market nowadays. I remember when in high school, the entrance fee would be like... 275 I think like definitely two dollars and something or like four dollars like really not that much less than five dollars for sure but this year the price has increased to eight dollars and that's just entrance fee so that's not even like buying you anything it's just to get in and the food has just also increased prices understandably with everything going on but it's just really like annoying because it makes the night market not as fun but anyways so yeah I've gone a lot of times before but every time I go when I go with my friends I just feel like held back I don't know if that's like the right word to say but it's just because like I am always down to do everything like all the games get all these foods and do the like little window shopping at all the booths but my friends not that they are not fun but they just don't they're not as interested. They're like, oh, the games are so hard to win, so why should we even try and stuff like that? But anyways, I went last night and we played as three of the games and it was so much fun. We played the ring toss as well as the basketball and then we did the dead hang. The dead hang I have wanted to try for so many years because I just wanted to see what it was like. And finally, just with the right person and with the right attitude, we decided to try. It was really hard, but still super fun. But anyways, it was just like a really good night market experience. Got to eat a lot of food, ate some dessert, played the games, and it was just a good time. So I'm really happy about that. Another rose is I want to share this app that I got recently. It's called Gentler Streak. So if you are a workout enjoyer like me and you enjoy tracking your workouts, I think this app is super fun. It just makes it a little more exciting to work out, I guess. So I really enjoy tracking my workouts on my Apple Watch. Not really to track calories or anything like that. It's more so of... um, keeping track of when I move my body and also I love to do exercise it makes me feel really good so obviously I would like to track that just to see if it correlates with 
how I'm feeling that day and stuff like that. But anyways, this app is so cute. There's this little bean guy. He's like the little mascot. And basically every day, depending on the amount of sleep you get, you know, the metrics that it takes from your Apple Watch, it'll tell you, oh, today you should take a rest day. Today it seems like your body has a lot of energy, so you should work out. And it's really, really nice. So today mine is, hi, Manny, you can take it easy. You've been fairly active. Your body's needs and capabilities are being met perfectly. Consider engaging in an easier activity. And then it'll suggest some things that to do. So it'll also check your resting heart rate and sleep duration. And it'll tell you if you're kind of like doing the best for your body. And I think it's just so cute. And also it gives you little notifications after you work out. So One of them that it gave me this week, which I thought was so funny, was, uh, where is it? Oh yeah, so after I worked out one time this week, the notification said, you slayed it for keeping your gentler streak alive. Tap for workout details. And I just thought it was so funny. So that has been an app that I've been really enjoying. Anyways, moving on to Bud and Thorn. Um, I... Oh, my bud is that I'm looking forward to fall. I'm going to do a whole fall themed episode, but now that summer is kind of winding down, which does make me really sad to say because I don't love when it starts raining every single day here in Vancouver, but I'm also like really excited for fall this year because I feel like this year it's going to be like a take it slow and take it easy kind of fall and it'll be really nice. I feel like this summer has been, it was been really, really fun. It's probably been like my best summer ever with all the memories that I've made and everything that I've done and all the new things that I've done and the people that I've met. But I am kind of just excited to take it slow and just rest for a little bit. It'll probably just be a little bit of chilling at home, focusing on my own personal projects, this podcast being one of them, and just enjoying the rest my thorn. My thorn, um, what is my thorn? I mean, I guess my thorn would be last night I didn't sleep very, I slept pretty late last night and, um, that kind of just throws off your whole routine, if you know what I mean. I love to wake up early on Saturdays and go to my favorite cafe, but I obviously, I slept in until like 10. I didn't get out of bed until like 10 30, I think, and it just kind of throws off your day, but it is salvageable. It's not like the whole day is ruined. It's just that some days you just want your routine. Also, I forgot to mention, I got a new tattoo. It's not real. It's an airbrush tattoo. I got it at the night market last night. These are for the video viewers. You can't really see, but it's a Peppa Pig fairy flying across my arm, and I love it. It's so cute. I love it. It only lasts for a week, though, so I was totally fine with getting it. It was also only $7, so why not? Anyways, let's do one more. um, Let's do an affirmation of the day. I haven't even done mine today, so let me grab that out. Grabbing my affirmation. You can take on whatever the day brings. What a great affirmation and a good reminder that you are capable of anything. All right, so as per this week's episode and the title, I moved back home. It's officially been one week. I moved back home last Saturday. I wanted to film this episode last week, but I honestly was just way too, like I just had so much stuff to do and so much stuff to reorganize that I just couldn't, I didn't have the time. And now that I've been living at home for a week, I just thought I would reflect on my experience, why I'm not living alone anymore, and all that kind of stuff. So, 
It has been officially one week. I moved back last Saturday. Today is September 2nd, Saturday. And first, let's talk about why I moved home. So actually, let's start with um, why I moved out because I feel like that's a better background. Also, if you're a real one, you'll recognize that this background is my room from home. I was going to say that at the beginning, but it's a little bit different and I'll talk about why. So why I moved out. So I never moved out for college or university. The first time that I moved out was in first year for first year residence. I because I was going to UBC, which is fairly close to home, and I've lived in greater Vancouver my entire life, I was like, oh, I kind of want to move out just to see what it was, it'd be like and enjoy that first year, typical first year experience, if you know what I mean. But I think at the time, I wanted to, but I don't think I was mentally ready to move out yet. There was just a lot of growing that I had to do, so I feel like I didn't take the greatest advantage of living in a dorm. I also just didn't really like my experience. So I didn't love living in resin first year. It was mostly my own fault. I'm not going to say that it was because of UBC or anything like that. And I've talked about this before, but I just didn't really enjoy it. I was stuck in my room a lot. I stuck with the same friends. I didn't put in effort to meet new people. So it wasn't the best experience. And then I moved back home for the rest of university. COVID also hit and then I graduated university. So it's always been a goal of mine to move out, mainly because living at home, I live with the rest of my family, which in this house entails my mom, my brother, and my grandparents. And my grandparents lived um, since we moved into this house, which would have been grade 12, until just recently, earlier this year, they went back to China. But I just found it really, really hard, and I think a lot of people did while during COVID to be at home 24-7, and it wasn't like my mom or like my family wasn't here. My grandparents were always at home as well because of COVID. My brother still had in-person school, and then at that time, my mom was also going into in-person work, so it literally, I'd just be at home doing my school, my Zoom school, and then my grandparents would be at home, and I just found it really, really hard because for me, I'm quite an introvert, and I would say I do I think people think I'm an extrovert because I'm able to socialize and go out and talk and like have a good time and be bubbly, but ultimately at the end of the day, I need my alone time to recharge and I just found it so hard during COVID and I it was very, very mentally hard for me and I'm sure it was for a lot of other people. So that was kind of when I started sprouting the idea of living alone and also I had a bit of FOMO from my friends who moved out of university like I had friends who moved to Toronto and they were living by themselves and I just saw that and I was kind of like I really want to try doing that and obviously having that experience but of course when I was a student I didn't have the income to pay for rent like if I were to move out my mom said I would have to be fully financially independent which of course is very fair and I just didn't have the income to do that because I was a student at the time But then when I ended up starting to work full time, partly for my mom and then partly for my math tutoring job from before, I, it just like suddenly clicked one day that I was like, oh, I'm going to make full time income. And so because of that, I was like, oh, I can rent a place. Like I have my own income. I can afford rent and I can start looking for living alone opportunities for real and also at the time I was also just like very very fed up with living at home not gonna lie so 
once I started my full-time job, I started looking for apartments. At the beginning, it was really, really hard because it was back to school season. So the market was just, there was really high demand and everything was super expensive. But once back to school kind of died down and there weren't as many students looking for places i found that the rent actually dropped a lot and i ended up finding a place i talk about this all in my moving out episode so if you want to hear more details about that you can go to that but i ended up moving out i lived there for a year which was so much fun and so obviously leases they usually work year to year after the first year you can go month to month but my lease ended at the end of August. And so at the beginning of my lease, my landlord made it very clear that it was only gonna be for one year because they were trying to sell the house. My real, my, not my real estate, my landlord is actually like a house developer and flipper and stuff like that. So ultimately what they do is they develop places and then they wanna sell it for profit, obviously. But the real estate market's not great so they decided to rent it out for the first year so my lease was ending up and i realized this pretty much around my birthday i really started to think about it because i was like oh my lease is gonna end at the end of the summer like what do i want to do what do i think my life is gonna look like moving forward i need to kind of think about that because while it's not a huge deal like if you find a nice landlord i'm sure they're okay with you breaking leases halfway through it's not the best idea and usually it also is very costly like sometimes you have to pay the rest of the month or the rest of the rent or whatever so it's not great so as i was gearing up towards the end of my lease which was the end of august i was thinking about what i want to do because ultimately, what do I want to do? So that was the first thing that kind of got my head spinning about moving again. And then my two other things that kind of shifted me towards moving home instead of looking for another lease was, first thing is, I'm gonna be real, it's just really expensive to live alone right now. My rent was over half of my income, my net take-home pay, which is a lot. And it did make me quite stressed out. And I'm already in a very fortunate position I don't pay for every everything, which I'm very, very lucky for, but it was just really hard for me to afford moving out. I also didn't even like furnish my place fully because it just was so much money and I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to be moving out for real. So that was that. Yeah, it's just the price of groceries, rent is expensive and it's also very like costly time-wise. So obviously every night after I got home, I would have to cook dinner for myself and just like spend time cleaning. And that's a lot of time that you could do other things with. So I kind of, it was just very costly both monetarily and also with time and energy. And I didn't know, obviously the finance part I was like not thrilled about. (laughs) And the time part, I wasn't too stuck up on it. But now that I've moved home and I have a lot of time back, I've realized I really, really do enjoy this. And then last thing that kind of shifted me towards moving home was my future plans. What I want to do after this year, moving forward in 2024, because it's almost the end of 2023 now, which is really freaking crazy to think about. And I will talk about that maybe another time. Not right now. But I just ultimately decided that moving home was the best idea for me. So end of August, I arranged to get movers, help me out, and I'll just move home. And now I'm back home. 
So let me talk about my experience moving home and then also some tips that I have for people that are moving home. And I feel like this was such a big thing at the beginning of COVID, you know, when everyone was moving back home with their parents and it's kind of died down. So I kind of want to talk about it, not relating to COVID, just as an adult moving home after you live alone. I feel like it's a very interesting experience. The first thing that I felt a lot was just feeling like I'm moving forward in my life, but also moving back in a way. And obviously life is not linear, so it's not like just one straight line, but it did make me feel like I was going back to my teenager and university era because obviously this place, I've lived here all throughout university, throughout my last year of high school and stuff like that. And it was actually quite like, it wasn't like I settled back in right away. It was very jarring. Like I was like, am I living real life right now? Because I feel like I'm moving forward because obviously it's like a new chapter. I am ending my rent. I moved back home, you know, as life does, you always feel like you're moving forward. But then naturally it feels like I'm moving back because I'm moving back in with my parents and I'm living in this place that I've lived in when I was a kid, I'm not a kid, but a teenager. And it just felt very interesting. I felt like, I feel like I didn't know how I felt. That was actually the biggest thing is just that It didn't feel like I was like starting a new chapter. It kind of did because there's some changes that I've made, which I will talk about later, but it also just didn't feel like I was totally regressing back because it's not like I'm back to my teenage self. I've actually been trying very hard to not be like that again, but that was just the biggest feeling that I had was just feeling like I'm moving into a new chapter, but this new chapter is actually old. So am I moving into a new chapter? I don't know. Second thing is trying to keep my independence because I only realize now that I've moved back home how much freedom I had while I was living alone. For example, when I try and make plans with people and I go out and stuff like before, I didn't really have to. It's not that I need permission from my mom, I'll say. It's just that it's obviously she will obviously notice. And now that I'm back home, I kind of like she's relying on me and I'm also relying on her but then also I want to go back to my independent plans making fun summer plans and stuff like that but then I have to kind of just tell her all the time because obviously if I'm missing that's not okay but I think that's just also because I've had a very eventful summer and eventually when I go into fall and I don't go out as much I think that'll be okay yeah so going back to moving forward and back, I just feel like it's very trippy because I feel like I'm a different person but back into the same place. Like it's like uh, those toddler toys where you put the triangle into the triangle hole. I feel like I'm slightly like a circle going back into the triangle hole. I feel like I, I know I've changed and I know I've grown up of course naturally through living alone but then coming back to this place and being back with these people my family again living with my family again it makes me feel like I'm going back to my teenage self which is definitely something I need to get used to and try not to do because I don't love the way that I acted when I was a teenager and also in university I think I've grown a lot through this year of living alone And lastly, just living with people again is definitely very different. I, one thing I will say is that I am an early bird and the rest of my family, like my brother and my mom are not. So it's good because actually, to be honest, pretty much every morning I'm 
out of the house before they're even awake. This is also because my brother's not in school. It's summer right now. But living with people again is definitely very interesting because I just... This is also my experience with living with a pet. First of all, living with people again is that when you come home and you want some quiet, that's not always guaranteed. And that's actually probably one of the reasons I moved out in the first place. And now that that's gone, you know, I miss the piece of coming home and it's just me. One thing that I didn't really like when I was living with Moon, I loved Moon, but I didn't really like living with Moon was because even though I was alone technically, there was still another being in my space. And it, I can't really describe it unless you've been through that experience, but after I returned Moon back to Amy, her owner, and having that emptiness in the apartment, it was a very tranquil sense of peace that I really, really did not realize I missed so much. So that is definitely something I miss about living alone, for sure. But I also enjoy living with people again because it's just exciting and it's happy and it's fun, right? Like it's like you naturally have people you can do stuff with. Like, oh, if I don't have dinner plans, let's go eat out with my mom and my brother. Like, of course. And that's definitely, I would say, fun because also one thing that I find is that I don't like to treat myself unless I'm with other people with food-wise. I'm fine with treating myself to stuff if I'm by myself but for food when I'm by myself I will literally put in minimal effort just make whatever I have in the fridge it was all often sandwiches and stuff that I didn't really like put much effort into but now that I have people with me it feels a lot better because now I can eat better even though it's like technically not a special thing you don't need a special thing to treat yourself to good food you know what I mean anyways so that's my experience moving back home I do love it but there's definitely just been some changes, but I have a few tips to help you adapt to it a little bit better and not be super irritated moving back home again. So let me get into those. Let's talk about these tips. So my first one is if you feel like you've grown a lot while living alone and you don't want to regress back into your teenage self or being a kid again is you have to be very very proactive about maintaining your healthy behaviors whether that be your routines that you've built while living alone or just the mentalities and the behaviors that you have for example for me I was definitely much more proactive okay not was I'm gonna say I am I am much more proactive with cleaning and keeping stuff organized while I was living alone but I feel when I'm back at home it's easier to get away with things and not cleaning everything and stuff like that which is not great but I am trying to be proactive about stuff also like putting your dishes away as soon as you get home and you need to wash them if that's something you do not leaving it for other people to do and keeping things organized and making sure you're putting stuff away back into their place right away instead of leaving it all out all over the place. I think that's definitely one of the biggest tips that I can give is just if you want to maintain these behaviors, you have to put an effort to be proactive and maintain them. My second one is to keep boundaries with family. If you want them to treat you like an adult, you have to act like one. And what I mean by that is, and that can be like actually a lot of different things, but for me, for example, is I'm paying rent 
to live home at home. Um, I am still doing my own grocery shopping and also just pitching in with the household responsibilities as anyone should if they're living with roommates or someone else. Don't regress back into just being a kid again and not being responsible for anything. Like, I think if you want to show that your your parents that you are a responsible adult, you got to act like one. So, pitch in if you can. Offer to take out the garbage. It can be, like, really small stuff, but I find that as long as you help, it, like, really helps your parents frame you as an adult again. Because naturally, our parents are always going to just see us as kids, as the kids that we were when we were growing up. So if you want them to just slowly chip away, I'm not saying they're going to totally shift their mentality because I don't even think that's possible. If you want them to start treating you like an adult, you got to act like one. So for me, that is being responsible with my own stuff, not leaving it out all over the place. Also taking out the trash, taking out the recycling, bringing it back in. Really small stuff, to be honest. I'm paying rent, as I said. I'm still buying groceries for stuff that I want to eat. And also financially chipping in. I know right now it's kind of like a hard time. So helping out your parents as well can be very useful, of course. And also just being firm about boundaries. I think this can be really hard for some of us, for sure. I'm still also working on it, but I think one thing that I know my friends and I relate on is that our parents will just kind of unsolicitedly comment on our life decisions, what we should be doing with our lives, and stuff like that, and if that's not something you want to tolerate, then you just got to be clear with that and say, I'm not open to this conversation or I don't really want your advice on it and that seems kind of harsh especially to our parents but I think we have to make it very clear because naturally our generation and our ideal life is changing I think they're just kind of still in the mindset of their own life their own life goals what they think is a successful life and that's totally different for our generation now so just making it clear that hey I appreciate your advice but that's not something I'm interested in, whatever they're offering, and I would prefer if we don't talk about this because it's not really something I want to talk about. I don't know, something like that. The next thing that I found really, really helpful, and I'm still working on it right now, is to actually change up the space and adultify the room. So if your room is still decorated how it was as a kid, maybe it has like purple walls or your twin bed is still here and you still have all these posters up from your childhood idols it may be time to change up the space repaint it get a bigger bed just adultify it a little more even for me this time around when I moved back in I changed up the layout which obviously you can tell when I first started my podcast my desk was facing the other way actually and I was thinking about if I wanted to do that again But I actually really like this new setup that I have right now in my room. It makes it feel very roomy and also just like more adulty because I've put in different things. I also have a shelf that I bought from when I was living alone that I put into my room and a little tree rack. It just makes my room feel different and that kind of mentally jigs it to be like, oh, this isn't the room that you were a kid in. It, It still is, but it's different. So it kind of sets it up differently in my mind if that makes sense it's like oh this is my adult version of my room that I think has really really helped me actually it's made it so that 
it doesn't feel like I'm totally back in the same place, even though I'm in my room again. My room is different. It looks a little different. I'm actually even debating if I should put my photos up back in that back corner like I did before because maybe I don't want all these old memories constantly up in my room. I can't really decide right now. I want it because it makes my room more fun and filled with my memories, but all my photos, all my printed photos are from like 2020, 2021, 2022, which it just kind of reminds me of COVID times and the last time that I was living in this room and I'm not sure if I want that as a constant memory. So I'm still thinking about that, but changing up the space is definitely a big one and I think that's super important if you want to change up who you are in this room again too. Next tip is very broad and simple and said a lot, but understand that your parents are people too and they are just living life as well. Obviously, if you're moving in, it's not just, or you're moving back home, it's not just an experience for you and something you have to deal with, but also something that they have to deal with as well. And everyone's just doing their best, trying to learn and be their best. And so just give them grace naturally all they remember is babying you and treating you like a kid so if they treat you like that it's just because that's how they've always treated you so slowly but surely i think there are boundaries that can be set and also behaviors that can be changed and that's okay i think just giving your parents and yourself a little bit of grace my last tip is that there is no judgment whatsoever i when I was first deciding if I wanted to move home, I felt this mental, like, people were going to judge me and stuff like that, but honestly, life is life, and whatever you want to do is the way you're going to live life. There's no judgment. People really don't care, and I've realized that people honestly only care about themselves in the grand scheme of things. Like, maybe if something you do is interesting to someone else they'll think about it for like half a second but otherwise people are so caught up in their own lives that they're not here to judge you or whatever you're doing so no one's gonna judge you no one's gonna care it's also so normal with the cost of living right now there's no shame in it and I think it's also great if like you have a safe and comfortable family environment that you can move back home into I feel really grateful for that so I am very happy with my decision. Those are my tips for living alone. I mean, not living alone, moving back home after living alone. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'm going to try and be more consistent. This is like my real, I'm going to try for real to be more consistent with my podcast. Now that I've moved back home, I have a bit more time to plan out episodes every single week. I also have more ideas. I don't know. I just feel like I now that I'm not constantly super busy, I my brain has more capability to be creative, which I'm really happy about. So I'm very happy with that. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week. Okay, bye.